Wake up, Lo-Fi Nation. It's another Good News Friday. And welcome, everyone, to the Lo-Fi Poly Side Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pickering. That's right. Lo-Fi is in low fidelity, low quality, in-your-face, messy-as-can-be global news show. And it's everyone's favorite day of the week. That's right. It's another Good News Friday. Coming at us from the technology section of Reuters. China's WeChat bans nose-picking, spanking, and bid to clean up live streams. Oh, censorship at its finest. And just to be sure, we're not certain that this doesn't mean no spicking and spanking at the same time. It could be separate. It could be together. Who knows? But yes, for years now, China also banned eating bananas on live streams because, oh, it's so provocative, you know, out there and you don't want to turn on any banana lovers. And now China's taken aim at all you nose pickers and spankers, labeling these actions as indecent. And therefore, the public cannot partake in online reveling of these said actions. So if you're in China, and the next time you're on WeChat, say goodbye to the good old days. And to everyone else out there, I suppose you still may pick your nose and spank as you wish. Though, I'd suggest not doing it at the same time. Next up, Source, NPR's Short Wave. Rainbows, how they form, and why we see them. It's Pride Month, people, and NPR has given us a short nine-minute listen on how exactly rainbows are created. I love the science behind how rainbows are created, and I love what they represent. I love how they've come to symbolize inclusivity as a rainbow is the entire spectrum of color. And a question to you, lo-fi listeners out there. Could you, if asked, really explain where rainbows come from? I'm curious your thoughts. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Now moving forward because we never move on from anything. Source, AP's technology section. United Airlines sees a supersonic future. Oh, and what is this? Are you tired of those long flights just to get to where you're going? Are you tired of the kid kicking the back of your seat for four hours? Are you tired of that person that thinks they're so funny and witty with the flight attendants and they just keep ordering another glass of wine? Well, fear not, United Airlines says. They're bringing back those supersonic flights within the next 10 years. Oh, I cannot wait. Good news indeed on this Friday. But wait, what is supersonic? Well, you see, supersonic is that speed at which we break the sound barrier and the speed at which we hear the sonic boom. It's when the object that is moving actually moves faster and passes up the sound that the object is making by moving through the air. Pretty cool, right? And how fast is supersonic, you may ask? Well, let me give you a five count to guess. And five, four, three, two, one. And if you said 768 miles an hour, damn, that's fast, I know. But wait, how fast do airplanes currently go? So we can know how much time we'll actually save by going supersonic with United Airlines. And a five count again for you to guess how fast commercial airlines go. And five, four, three, two, one. And if you said anything between 460 to 575 miles per hour, you are absolutely right. So we'll be going at least 200 miles per hour faster than before. So this could save you at least one-third and up to 50% of your travel time. Pretty wicked cool, right? Oh, and a quick note. Parents out there, quit letting your kids kick the back of my seat. And our following story comes from the science section of Reuters. NASA's Venus mission to probe divergent fate of Earth's hothouse sister planet. Venus, the second planet from the sun. Venus, 
Earth's next door neighbor, Venus. What Earth will look like if climate change goes unchecked? Question mark? Well, that's part of the story we're going to find out. You see, there's so much we still don't know about Venus. Like if plate tectonics work the same way as they do on Earth. And these two missions to Venus, estimated to be somewhere in between 2028 and 2030, are super important and really symbolize a greater reality about us and space that we really don't know much. You see, there are three types of knowledge in the universe. Number one, the known. Number two, the known unknown. And number three, the unknown unknown. And the scientific community most certainly agrees. Most of the universe and knowledge rest in the unknown unknown category. So let's hurry on up to get to Venus and get a bit more of that unknown knowledge. And a last piece of news to send you on your way to the weekend. The BBC's in pictures. Optical illusion of orangutan wins award. This is less of a story, but rather a series of award-winning pictures that you should most certainly check out. This year's winner of the Nature TLL Photographer of the Year 2021 competition? Well, it's really an amazing pick. I mean, they really all are. Take some time, Lo-Fi Nation, and just enjoy looking at the world for a moment through someone else's lens. And that's it. I'm spent. I'm out for the weekend. But you always know how to find me. Issue 6 of Letters to the Lo-Fi Poli comes out tomorrow. Get at me to be added to that emailing list. And look out next week. Perhaps our first live stream coming at you. Always remember that Lo-Fi Poli is more than just me. It's the week that we be. Peace and well-being to all my human beings out there. Much love and always the best. Pickering, signing off. <laughs>